The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, we're at the middle of the week and almost at the middle of the month. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, June 14, 2023, Wednesday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle 1. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Joseph the Hymnographer. Born in 810, a native of Sicily, he was forced to leave his island in 830. That was because of an invasion by the Arabs, so he went to Thessalonica, then to Constantinople. He abandoned the Byzantine capital in 841 to escape the iconoclast persecution, but on his way to Rome he was captured by pirates and held for several years in Crete as a slave. He escaped and returned to Constantinople and founded a monastery. Joseph is credited with the composition of about a thousand canons. He died in 886. St. Joseph, the hymnographer, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I give you this day. I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that the international community may commit in a concrete way to ensuring the abolition of torture and guarantee support to victims and their families. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill them. These are the words that we hear in today's Gospel from St. Matthew. They were pronounced uh, shortly after the passage about the, the Beatitudes, in which the Lord kind of outlines a little bit some of the characteristics uh, uh, of a disciple, of, of one of his followers. And so now he talks about this idea of fulfilling the law. Of course, the law and the prophets had always been pointing towards the future. It was something that all the Jews were expecting, that there would be a fulfillment of that law. And so Jesus now fulfills all this expectation with his own life, with his teaching, of course with his miracles and with his death, and of course his resurrection. And so the law itself was given to the people of Israel as a great, great gift. But, well, it needed a second step. It had to go further. And this is what the Lord acknowledges today. And I would say essentially what he's saying here is that, that the external fulfillment of the law was kind of like not enough. Real fidelity to the law really meant that there had to be something that was also interior. You could realize it externally, but it had to go deeper. It had to go 
interiorly in one's rectitude, you could say in the heart itself. Now, the old law had three kinds of uh, precepts, the moral precepts, the legal precepts, and of course, the whole array of liturgical laws eh, in the temple. Now, the moral precepts, of course, they still hold good for us because they were essentially an expression of the natural moral law, which we see in the Ten Commandments. So, Ten Commandments, well, they are still good. And uh, naturally, loving God, in the First Commandment, well, still holds. And obeying the Sabbath, well, also holds, but is now transferred uh, to the Sunday, you know, to, to really worship God. Honoring one's parents, uh, precepts against lying and stealing, of course, uh, those all hold, of course, right? They're part of, the, part of the natural moral law. But also, of course, what about the Sixth Commandment? precept against uh, adultery. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Well, there too, uh, we have to go further, deeper into what the real meaning of this is. And perhaps today's uh, reading, though it doesn't refer directly to the Ten Commandments, but you know, to the law, maybe it's a good opportunity for us just to look at that, the Sixth Commandment, and how the Lord wants us to live this in a kind of deeper way. You'll know that in Matthew, he also says, I tell you that anyone who looks lustfully at a woman has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And so, how can we live really this sixth commandment in the form of holy purity? What is the Lord really asking of us? How can we really be more refined in this per, in this uh, virtue, the virtue of chastity, the virtue of holy? Purity, especially in this world in which we're living, has become so hypersexualized in our culture. Because we know we are indeed created in the image of God. I like to imagine it, I don't know if it's the best image, but I like to imagine that God's like a painter who looks at his only son, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, the Word, he looks at his son, and then looking at his son, he painted each one of us. And he invited us to participate in the intimate life of the Blessed Trinity. And that's why we say we are made in the image of God. It's like God painted us by looking at His Son. And really, we have not really lost that likeness. It's been damaged by original sin. But that portrait that God the Father has painted of us can still hold its beauty, can still hold its clarity. And in particular, well, in the way maybe we live that, that virtue of, of chastity. Now, I think of the case of the famous painter, uh, Pablo Picasso, a Spanish painter, who married uh, a Russian dancer in 1917. Her name was Olga Koklova. He met her there. I don't exactly know how he met her, but you know they fell in love, and he started painting these series of portraits of her. And she would pose, and they were quite beautiful because he was very captivated by her beauty. One of, them, one of the earliest ones shows her dressed in this traditional Spanish lace, and, uh, and it was like she's, you know, quite beautifully and you know, realistic and stuff. And, and then, of course, at one point, she started receiving news about her family in Russia and how, you know, the, the upheaval in Russia, uh, like her brother died and stuff. So there, uh, Picasso started painting her with like a more pensive gaze and sad gaze, you know, as, as she was going through this upheaval. Then she has a child, and he represents her with her child, his son, and it's kind of like a Madonna and child. Like it's all, they're all very, very uh, 
striking uh, portraits of this woman, his, his wife, Olga Koklova. But then, by the mid-1920s, their relationship started to deteriorate because, well, you know, he had affairs and stuff, and she got jealous of him. And, and so now the, the portraits that he paints are less realistic, and they're kind of more aggressive. He kind of goes back into this cubist style, and uh, what was previously quite beautiful, now she really, she appears I mean, pretty aggressive looking, like kind of almost like a monster sometimes, right? Um, and so when you think about it, right, the Lord, he still wants to paint a beautiful portrait of us in our life that resembles his son. Right? And we, too, through the virtue of chastity and holy purity, we can arrive at that integration of body and soul. Because we're not just a body, we're also soul we have a spiritual soul and the two come together are integrated those two capacities well they're integrated through the beautiful virtue of holy purity or or chastity and that virtue allows us to control our desires rather than being kind of like overwhelmed by their powers and these upheavals that can rise up within us it can be otherwise like 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 an earthquake and you know in our passions and because our, our heart is able really uh, to love, right? but we want to do it with this integrity, this purity that unites body and soul. And holy purity allows us to see below the surface, below mere appearances. Right? And uh, that way we can really sort of be helped to imagine what it would be like to see God face to face in heaven. Right? Kind of get a kind of a glimpse of it there. If we undertake the task of being contemplatives uh, in the middle of the world. Because that will give us this kind of interior balance eh, where we're not distracted or kind of led away by the beauties of this world. Eh? I mean, beauty is good, obviously it's very good, but you know, we, it has to be integrated into our own life. And this can help if we, if we really ask the Lord Jesus to make us truly uh, contemplatives. And uh, we should not think that this is impossible, right? especially in our culture today. We should not think it's impossible. St. Josemaria said it could actually be a joyful uh, affirmation because it's really the most beautiful way to love, to love God right? and to love others through his beautiful uh, virtue of chastity. And he, St. Josemaria, wanted souls to see its beauty right? and the underlying joy that is present in all those who live that beautiful uh, virtue. And it is true, we are in a kind of hyper-sexualized culture. Our vision and our understanding can be kind of really infected by everything that, that is going on. But if we develop a deep uh, spirit of prayer and have recourse to the sacrament uh, of penance, have sincere spiritual direction, open our souls, be transparent, Jesus, you will give us that resilience. I remember how Beethoven, you know, he was going deaf towards the end of his life, and he found that, of course, very, very difficult. But then he ended up composing beautiful music because even in his deafness, right, he managed to kind of counter the prevailing compositional fashions. You know, his deafness actually freed him from uh, all that he heard around him, and he developed some of the greatest uh, music, especially in his Ninth Symphony. So we too like Beethoven, we can enter into ourselves. He was deaf. He was cut off from all the noise and the trends around him. 
we too can go down, deep down into prayer and ask the Lord to help us make chastity a joyful affirmation. It'll be the consequence of prayer, love, and real dedication to the Blessed Mother, to our Lord Himself. Mary, Mother of Fair Love, intercede for us today. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father, Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And you know where to find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus? On the Relevant Radio app and at RelevantRadio.com. We'll begin praying the hours in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On this Wednesday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer with the entire church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Cry out with joy to the Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. 
I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, O the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm. A mere shadow. The man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me me not not weep weep in vain. 
I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil? Planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit. You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in him. A reading from the book of Joshua. Early the next morning, Joshua moved with all the Israelites from Shittim to the Jordan, where they lodged before crossing over. Three days later, the officers went through the camp and issued these instructions to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, which the Levitical priests will carry, you must also break camp and follow it, that you may know the way to take, for you have not gone over this road before. But let there be a space of two thousand cubits between you and the Ark. Do not come nearer to it. Joshua also said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will perform wonders among you. And he directed the priests to take up the Ark of the Covenant and go on ahead of the people. And they did so. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel that they may know I am with you as I was with Moses. Now command the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant to come to a halt in the Jordan when they reach the edge of the waters. So Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. He continued, This is how you will know that there is a living God in your midst who at your approach will dispossess the Canaanites, Hittites, Hevites, Perizzites, Girishites, Amorites, and Jebusites. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of the whole earth will precede you into the Jordan. Now choose twelve men 
one from each of the tribes of Israel. When the soles of the feet of the priests carrying the ark of the Lord, the Lord of the whole earth, touch the water of the Jordan, it will cease to flow, for the water flowing down from upstream will halt in a solid bank. The people struck their tents to cross the Jordan, with the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant ahead of them. No sooner had the priestly barriers of the Ark waded into the waters at the edge of the Jordan, which overflows all its banks during the entire season of the harvest, than the waters flowing from upstream halted, backing up in a solid mass for a very great distance indeed from Adam a city in the direction of Zarathon, while those flowing downstream toward the salt sea of the Arabah disappeared entirely. Thus, the people crossed over opposite Jericho, while all Israel crossed over dry ground. The priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord remained motionless on dry ground in the bed of the Jordan until the whole nation had completed the passage. That day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and thenceforth during his whole life, they respected him as they had respected Moses. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Command the priests carrying the Ark of the Commandments to come up from the Jordan. Joshua did so. And when the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord had come up from the bed of the Jordan, as the soles of their feet regained the dry ground, the waters of the Jordan resumed their course, and as before overflowed all its banks, the people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and camped in Gilgal on the eastern limits of Jericho. While the Israelites were encamped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, they celebrated the Passover on the evening of the fourteenth of the month. On the day after the Passover, they ate the produce of the land in the form of unleavened cakes and parched grain. On that same day after the Passover on which they ate of the produce of the land, the manna ceased. No longer was there manna for the Israelites, who that year ate of the yield of the land of Canaan. The word of the Lord. Israel crossed the Jordan on dry land, for God dried up its waters, just as in the past he had dried up the waters of the Red Sea, so, so that, that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. What has happened that the sea has been put to flight, and the Jordan has turned back on itself, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. A reading from a homily on Joshua by Origen Priest The Ark of the Covenant led the people of God across the Jordan. The priests and the Levites halted, and the waters, as though out of reverence to the ministers of God, stopped flowing.
they piled up in a single mass, thus allowing the people of God to cross in safety. As a Christian, you should not be amazed to hear of these wonders performed for men of the past. The divine word promises much greater and more lofty things to you who have passed through Jordan's stream by the sacrament of baptism. He promises you a passage even through the sky. Listen to what Paul says concerning the just. We shall be caught up in the clouds to meet Christ in heaven, and so we shall always be with the Lord. There is absolutely nothing for the just man to fear. The whole of creation serves him. Listen to another promise that God makes him through the prophet. If you pass through the fire, the flame shall not burn you, for I am the Lord your God. The just man is everywhere welcome, and everything renders him service. So you must not think that these events belong only to the past, and that you who now hear the account of them do not experience anything of the kind. It is in you that they all find their spiritual fulfillment. You have recently abandoned the darkness of idolatry, and now you desire to come and hear divine law. This is your departure from Egypt. When you became a catechumen and began to obey the laws of the church, you passed through the Red Sea. Now at the various stops in the desert, you give time every day to hear the law of God and to see the face of Moses unveiled by the glory of God. But once you come to the baptismal font and in the presence of the priests and deacons, are initiated into those sacred and august mysteries which only those know who should. Then, through the mystery of the priests, you will cross the Jordan and enter the promised land. There Moses will hand you over to Jesus, and he himself will be your guide on your new journey. Mindful, then, of all the mighty works of God, remember that he divided the sea for you and held back the waters of the river you will turn to them and say, Why was it sea that you fled? Jordan, why did you turn back? Mountains, why did you skip like rams and you hills like young sheep? And the word of the Lord will reply, The earth is shaken at the face of the Lord, at the face of the God of Jacob, who turns stones into a pool and rock into springs of water. Great are your judgments, Lord, and beyond all describing. You have exalted your people and made them glorious. You made a road through the sea and a path through the deep waters. You have exalted your people and made them glorious. Let us pray. O God, from whom all good things come, grant that we who call on you in our need may at your prompting discern what is right, and by your guidance do it. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Today's Gospel is coming up in just a few minutes along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, June 14, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, 
The Lord tells his disciples that maybe they had the wrong idea about why he came. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Think not that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Whoever then relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But he who does them and teaches them shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, make no mistake about it, God is always ready to give us grace. But we have a nasty habit of turning Him down. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. God treats each soul with infinite respect. And because of this, because he does not force our wills, man can prefer to resist grace and make God's wishes sterile. In fact, throughout the day, perhaps in little things, we do say no to God. And we have to try many times to say yes to what God asks of us and no to our own selfishness, to the impulses of our pride and to laziness. Our free response to God's grace must occur in our thoughts, in our words, and in our deeds. Faith alone is not enough to make us cooperate adequately. God asks for our personal effort, for deeds, for initiative, for effective desires. Although our Lord, through his death on the cross, merited an infinite treasury of graces, those graces are not granted to us all at once and their greater or lesser abundance depends on how we correspond. When we are prepared to say yes to our Lord in everything, we attract a veritable cascade of gifts. Grace, love for God inundates us when we are faithful in the small insinuations of grace each day, when we live the heroic minute in the morning and try to give our first thought to God, when we prepare well for Holy Mass and struggle to reject those distractions that try to separate us from what is really important, when we offer up our work. Nobody who does everything possible for him can say that he has been forgotten or not cared for by God. God gives his help to everyone, even to those who are outside the church through no fault of their own. Moreover, God, who is infinitely merciful and infinitely patient, has procured time and time again, in a thousand different ways, the return of some prodigal who has made off with his inheritance and now finds himself in a lamentable situation. Each day God goes out towards him and moves his heart so that he may set out once again on the path that leads to his father's house. And when he meets someone who corresponds with the grace given him, God heaps on him grace upon grace and encourages him to rise higher and higher. If in our personal prayer we find that it is difficult for us to correspond, let us follow this advice. Talk with Our Lady and say to her trustingly, O Mary, in order to live the ideal which God has set in my heart, I need to fly very high. 
ever so high. Beside Mary, we will always find Joseph, her most faithful spouse, who knew how to carry out especially well and so promptly what God manifested to him by means of an angel. We can turn to him throughout the day and ask him to help us to hear clearly the voice of the Holy Spirit in the midst of the many details of our workaday life that are sometimes so very small, and ask for the fortitude to put these divine promptings into practice. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Well, let's pray. We join the whole church and all the angels and saints as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all all your ways are holy. What What God can can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you, O God. The water saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea. Your path through the mighty waters and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. 
Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. The Lord Lord is is king. king. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. The Lord is king. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax 
before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness or danger or the sword? Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life life long. long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I I will bless bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with his church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain Remain with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver deliver us from from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. The Lord was pretty clear when he told us to pray without ceasing. Well, this got you started for the day anyway. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid is along a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.